How's your Proxmox box? Not good. What happened? What happened, Alex? I've been having random kernel panics for about the last three months or so. What? How have you not told me about this? Oh, because I didn't want to admit it. Right. You know, I'm I'm a big I'm a big time Red Hatter. I should be able to manage a Debian box. Like, <laughs> it's embarrassing. <laughs> I guess uh, I guess it's not really your fault though. If it's a hardware problem. Is it, a, is it a hardware problem? I think it was kernel, let me have a look, uh, which one we're on now. So it's on kernel 415.18-20. Somewhere around the dash 15, dash 16 area, it started to have random kernel panics. And I was running PFSense in that box at the time. So when Proxmox locked up, like everything went out. So I, and I had to walk actually out, uh, outside down the path to the basement and push a button like a monkey. It was, uh, it's not good. No. So then I up- updated to a, a slightly newer revision of the kernel and thought I'd fixed it. I had uptime of 38 days. So you'd think, okay, that's pretty good. And then I was spinning up an open shift cluster earlier and bang, there it goes again. Kernel panic. And this time it, it took out my entire LAN. I, I, I think it might've been a spanning tree or something based on what a friend of mine said, but Okay, there's a few things I have to break down here. Now, um, this is a dedicated server-grade instance of Proxmox. I mean, we're not talking like a desktop i7 workstation here. We're talking like something with appropriate Xeons, ECC RAM, uh, the whole whole, like enterprise-grade hardware, right? Sure, yes. Yes, sure, or yes? Oh, no, definitely. Uh, Okay. Dual Xeons. Yeah? 128 gigs of ECC RAM. ECC? Okay, okay, all right. Uh, and a gigabyte server motherboard. And uh, when you look at the kernel panics, uh, what what kind of uh, clues are you getting? Zero, because it doesn't oh, even really? print the stack trace. <laughs> it just... Hard locks? The hard locks? console just... Doop. It locks up. <laughs> that's it? <laughs> it locks up on you, the whole console? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's bad. Okay. <sighs> Man, so you don't even get... You don't even get, like an indication of what particular piece of hardware could be crapping out on you. Nope. You don't sound like you necessarily suspect the hardware, though. No. um, I would. That's that's suspect number one on my list right now. When you're talking hard lockups and uh, no good debug messages, I'm 100% smelling like, yeah, that's that's bad power. That's something, right? That's got to be something. It's got to be something, sure. (laughs) I, I don't know. I'm thinking about putting ESXi on there this evening. Oh, just, it's not oh just my to rule God. it out. Oh, come on. There's a couple of there's a couple of motivators beyond the kernel panics for this. Okay. So I like automation, as you know. I I, I have an Ansible habit. Yes. Yes. And I I want to be able to spin up and destroy OpenShift clusters at will. Mm-hmm. And, and we're talking ten or fifteen VMs at a time. So you know, clicking through a UI or whatever is just not. I'm not doing that. And uh, Proxmox's Ansible support is okay at best. There's a Proxmox underscore KVM module that I'm using. It doesn't support... So when you clone a VM, it doesn't support customizing the NIC. And the way in which I um, allocate IP addresses in my network is with the MAC address spitting out uh, an IP through DHCP. So I don't you know, have static IPs in each VM. Yeah, reservations. Yeah. Um, 
Now, the way that I've hacked around it is I'm using the line-in file module in Ansible to go into the configuration file for each VM, update the MAC address, which I've st- stored somewhere else. And I mean, it's a hack. It works. But I would rather have something like Terraform that natively supports uh, Proxmox, ideally. But I mean, I'm, I'm seeing really good traction around Proxmox and uh, okay. ESXi. All right. I mean, okay. Uh, yeah. yeah, that's fair, especially for the day job, considering your day job. This is definitely a fair um, reason to try ESXi, but uh, I don't think it's going to solve your core problem. This is a hardware problem you're dealing with right here. This yeah. this lockup. I mean, I mean, how long have you had this Proxmox install? I don't know. How, how, when do I when do I tell? Hold on. When did I install Debian? <laughs> <laughs> Go look I, like do, do some dash L over there, man. See, look look at your Etsy folder. <laughs> That's what I do. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's a good idea. Yeah. There's some creation dates there. I know. It's like all of a sudden you become forensic, Alex. April 21st. Oh, of this year? Mm-hmm. Hmm. So about six months as we record. Yeah. And it's been it's been solid except for or six, except since those uh, rando kernel panics. And the reason I, I hope it isn't hardware because that's just a pain in the ass, which I really don't want to have to deal with is there was a few posts on the Proxmox forum mirroring my experience. So I'm, I'm hopeful it's just some random thing going on with Proxmox. Hmm. But here's the other thing. Proxmox is great for tinkering, and I, I actually really like it. You know, it's free, it's open source, there's a lot to like. It's just not an industry standard. You, you I, I don't imagine you will see many people deploying Proxmox at scale in production and it's just not got as many eyeballs on it and people banging on it and trying to, I don't know. I guess, yeah. I mean, that is that is a fair assessment. However, one could make the argument there was a time where Linux wasn't the industry standard and KVM wasn't the industry standard. And uh, I I have the sense that there's more and more Proxmox users than ever. And the core of it is all fundamental technologies they're not they haven't invented their own virtualizer or their own container engine they're just utilizing the built-in stuff that's on the linux system so it's not like it's reinventing the wheel necessarily they're just putting a a really nice ui on top of it i don't know it's funny because here i am defending proxmox you're the proxmox user i don't use it at all anymore i used (laughs) to could don't anymore um but i I just feel like it's a pretty solid product and uh, one of the things I've definitely gotten a sense of from the community that listens to the to the show is that they're pretty big fans of Proxmox, and so that 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 gives it some weight in my book too. I I don't know. I think part of it also is that I I love the idea that it is a hardware issue <laughs> because first of all uh, that thing's a beast, and second of all I think it'd make for a great podcast topic. <laughs> <laughs> So I gotta hope it is hardware. <laughs> oh, I really hope it isn't. I know. Uh, I just. But that thing takes so much power, man. You know, on idle, that thing's sucking down like 300 watts, right? So I think I think what's going to happen, and I was I was talking to a buddy of mine about this today, that I think I'm going to end up splitting my home lab in two. I'm going to have this box that is currently my primary server as a genuine home lab, running Rev, you know, the Red Hat full stack IDM, like everything for my job that I need to know and for certs and all that kind of stuff, and then my um primary like plex media server the perfect media server i'm gonna maybe build a new ryzen system maybe we could ask uncle wendell for some help Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah he'd have a few good suggestions i suspect 
Yeah. So, so multiple boxes. So a, 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 an actual appropriate. So you're going to have an appropriate rack going. Pretty soon you're going to need external storage. We're going to need a switch in there, a KVM. We're going to definitely need to consider cooling. Yep. I, I like the way this is going. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, me too. My, uh, my credit card, on the other hand. No. I know what you mean. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody tweeted me after I mentioned that you that I had a you know twenty core forty thread Xeon system for Plex transcoding was well what about the uh, Quadro cards from Nvidia and I was like hmm yes mm. what about them mm. so I did a bit of research on YouTube and there's a few people doing some testing and it turns out you can basically have a potato of a CPU and still do twenty or thirty Plex transcodes using a Quadro card so no way really uh huh I mean this one of these guys had like an Athlon. AMD Athlon from 2006, and he he had 25 streams going through a Quadro, I think P2000 maybe? I, I might get the model number wrong, but I mean, that's tempting. Stick a Ryzen second gen in there, a used one, nice and cheap, and then see what happens with a Quadro. You know what would be fascinating is what's the power draw difference between uh, that job on the CPU versus that job on the GPU? And what's the power draw difference between supporting five users versus supporting 15 users? Mm-hmm. What are the measurable differences there? And what, what saves you power? Uh, what saves you CPU time? Because the other thing to consider isn't just power draw, really. If you take a holistic look at it, it's how available is the rest of the system. If, the, if that job is being shunted to the GPU, well, then the CPU is available to handle other system requests. So there's other net benefits as well. I must say right now with the uh, the dual Xeon system that I have, I don't notice five or six streams at once. It's just not a problem. Yeah. Yeah. So at the moment I have no motivation to do hardware transcoding, but if I want to lower the power bill, if I want to fix my hardware issue that isn't, mm. <laughs> and also, also I now am a podcast host, so I have the excuse of content, right? So. <laughs> Ah, the universal blank check. Yes, yeah. yes. Also, it totally is a hardware issue, just for the record. I know. I, look, I know. I know. In my heart of hearts, I know. But I just don't want to admit it. And I'm going to rule out everything I possibly can other than hardware before going is that. 